Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. I sure am glad to join me here on this podcast. I want to let you know what's going on in my neck of the woods. Now, I started out years ago on the YouTubes and then the TikToks and the Instagrams now and the whatnots. I got the websites, the tavendiller.com, but right now, I want to clue you into what's happening in my neck of the woods on the Tavin Dillard podcast. You here? I'm here. I'm glad you joined me. Now I'm going to send it over to myself. This is like the pre-introduction, but let's get on to the real show today. I'm glad you joined me here. Bank, bank. Hey, y'all guys. New season of the Tavin Dillard podcast. It's season six episodes once and y'all join me here on the podcast today i'm so happy about that because a year ago year and a half ago uh, i started this journey on what you might call <clears throat> well that's really what it is called the tapping dillard podcast and uh, it went one season around 15 episodes and it went two season around 15 episodes and then a season three same length season four uh, season five that ended last week and now this is the season six i don't know when you found uh the podcast episode uh, if you just joined us today i'd say you can start the beginning and we'll be here waiting on you or just start right now and figure that out another time kind of thing but i'm glad you're here and you found me and you may notice if you're watching on the youtubes that i'm still video recording them i ain't quit yet i have pondered the quitting of this because a podcast <clears throat> is like a radio show it is for your ears but some folks like to look at the podcast and hear it so if you ain't jogging or folding laundry or uh you know at a ribbon cutting for an ice cream store somewhere like that where you're just going to be able to listen only uh you can sit and watch this thing too so that's how that go it's been cold I'll tell you that right now. And I want to thank Cricket. She she was uh, my special guest, the only guest I ever had on this podcast last week. Now, if you started listening or watching and you didn't get more than 18 minutes in, you wouldn't have known that she's a special guest because she came in like 18 to 20 minutes, somewhere in that range of the podcast and then helped in, end the, the podcast with me, asking questions from the Q&A. And I heard from a couple of folks, I missed a question. Now, that wasn't on purpose. I wasn't like, I can't believe they sent that in. I ain't talking about that. I think I must have overlooked some, which could happen, uh, or I forgot. And then there's some folks that, that asked the same question over and over. And in the past podcast episodes, I'd say something like, hey, Brenda Lee and Bobby Lou and everybody that asked the same, they all ask, you know, how's your truck fund coming along? But I might have missed some folks that asked the same question that they had asked it, to, you know, like out of way, but I ain't mad at you. Hope you ain't mad at me, but I appreciate y'all uh, tuning in for season six uh, of the Tapadiller podcast. A lot going on. I mean, we got, we got the launch of a new shirt. If you listening to this when it come out on Tuesday, the last day of February, uh, tonight at midnight, uh, the Thunder Punch shirt launches. I got one right here. Now, I know podcast for years, you can't see it if you just listen, but it's it's Thunder Punch shirt I designed, and you might have seen it on Instagrams or the TikTok. Uh, Coach Hicks, you know, that's like the official gym uh, T-shirt now, but what's the big deal about midnight tabbing? Well, the shirt goes live at midnight, and then the first 100 orders, get a free punch card you know how you get a punch card if you go uh you get enough uh snow cones at a snow cone stand well the ones that do the punch cards and it well, it's a punch card for thunder punch i'm a thunder puncher i signed the back of it and first hundred orders get a punch card too some of them actually got hole punched but i tell you one thing these are so thick you hear this 
Well, that's, that's what they, is a yaminated. There's yamulation, so it's thick, and uh, it the, the hole puncher broke. I ain't, I ain't lying to you when I tell you that the hole puncher broke down. I don't know what Coach Hicks is going to use down there to punch them cards. Maybe a drill bit. But anyhow, uh, Dem's coming up real soon. Uh, you know, well, it's if you listen on Tuesday, tonight, you step to midnight, bank, bank, and you can be one of the first in 100 if you want a punch card. And there's more shirts than that, but there's not... There's not a, a lot more punch cards than that. Uh, so, what's going on today in town, you may be asking. Well, there's a lot. First of all, our T-ball season mercifully ended. I don't even know how it went. Like, how'd y'all do? I don't know. It's like breakneck, unabridged chaos uh, that don't stop till it done. Like till they say, okay, game over, and then you're like, what just happened? And you just pick up the pieces and move on with your life. But last game, pretty exciting. I mean, uh, Perry Lee Grubbs, you know, that's Shane and Cheryl Grubbs' little boy, he hit the ball behind him twice. Like it didn't go front ways, it went back ways behind him two times. Like the first time, it looked like a magic trick. Twice, it's like, boy, get this guy's own show. You know, maybe he can't hit a T-ball front ways, but the way he's hitting it, for it to go back ways, I don't even know how he do that. Champ Tharp, he got a home run. He hit a danger. It's a T-ball danger, but that's what we're playing. So he, he got it that way. His folks didn't see it because they work in Atlanta in a trampoline, you know, delivering and repairing trampolines, and sometimes they work late. So his granny seen it. I didn't even see Champ Tharp's danger. Why, Tavin? Ain't you the assistant coach? Well, matter of fact, I am. But when Will Dilroy catches an adult crow, and takes him into the dugout during the fourth inning, then you got to, as the assistant coach, you got to help figure that out. Now, Will's sister is Candy. Candy Delroy, they live in our trailer park in Chancellor Park, same where me and Meemaw live. You know, Meemaw, two trailers away from me. She got her own trailer full of baby dolls. She's getting a new one this week. But, uh, yeah, I, I, that ain't the story I want to tell right now, but I, it'll be up on the Instagrams and TikToks at the end of the week about her new baby doll, but... Candy Dilroy, you know, her grandparents are uh, Chet Dilroy and Gracie. They live on the outside of town. Gracie and her sister Delonda run early bird gets the perm. Well, who cares, right? But I'm telling you, one time, Candy Dilroy, I heard a knock on my trailer door. I heard like this away. You know, I'm getting my shoes on, getting ready for my day to start. It's early in the morning. Well, I go out there, and there's Candy Dilroy holding an adult crow like this away, and that crow looking up at me like, bank, bank. Please, sir, can you help me? And I'm looking down at that crow, and then I'm looking up Candy, and then I'm thinking, how in the world does she knock on my door? If she let one hand go out of this, around this crow, it'd be gone. So I still don't know the answer to that. But she's holding that. She goes, hey, Tavin, uh, I caught a crow. And I was like, I see that, Candy. Why in the world did you catch a crow? She said, they easy to catch. And I was like, well, just because you can do something don't mean you always have to. And I'll tell you right now, I ain't never seen a more rebarrished crow than the one I seen when Candy Dilroy was on my front porch holding that thing and it was like, bank, bank, please, sir, can you help? Like, I don't speak crow and it wasn't speaking English. It got a beak. You know how birds ain't got lips? They got beaks and the beaks will talk, but they'll say, they're like, caw, caw. But he's looking at me like not saying a word, like his mouth wasn't moving, his beak wasn't moving, but his eyes was saying everything. Windows of the soul, as they say. And that bird wanted some help. And I, like I said, until... I ain't never seen a crow that rebarrest until our dugout this past week and our last, you know, T-ball game down there at the Bills. But to finish the Candy Delroy story, if you don't know about that, reason she wanted she, she wanted a, a little 
cardboard box I had under my trailer because she goes, Tabin, I'm going to build a little house for this for this crow and it's going to stay with me and we're going to have a tea party. And that was news to that crow. Like you think it was bank banking before. It looked at me like, bank, bank, please, sir. Bank, bank, bank. You know, like we can't do no tea parties. And she goes, oh, I got a bonnet for it. It's going to be the best thing ever. And boy, that that little crow lost all all respect at that point he dropped his little head beak down to his neck just kind of shrugged his little crow shoulders like i don't know what else to do with life and that's when a light bulb went off in my head and i said candy you love that crow she goes oh yeah we're gonna be best friends again that crow didn't know about that neither and it was like bank bank please sir can you help me and i said okay candy if you love that crow you know if you you just you need to let it go and if it fly back here then you know it's meant to be and it, that, you know, in little Candy Dilroy's eight-year-old mind, she's like, that's that's right, Tabin. That make a lot of sense kind of thing. And she let that crow go. And I tell you right now, that thing, I know a crow ain't got thumbs, and I ain't sure where its shoulders are, but I think it looked back over its shoulder and gave me a little thumbs up, like, bang, bang, thank you, sir, as it flowed away. Ka, ka. And I still think Candy kind of did our trailer at Park, uh, Chancellor Park, where we live a favor because... Uh, you know, it probably they talk. They smart birds, and they talk, and that's why they were embarrassed. I mean, when that crow got back to his buddies, they had to be like, "What in the world did you get caught by uh, an eight-year-old girl, Leroy?" And he's like, "Don't want to talk about it right now, but I tell you right now, she quick." You know, I wasn't expecting it. You know, that's that's the thing Candy got for you. You look at her, she's like an innocent little girl, but boy, she got some skills. And so I think that crow probably told its friends, and we we didn't have a crow problem for a while. But then it came back again, you know, where you leave your hot fries out and they snatch them up and, you know, it's all over again. Well, let me just say the younger brother, Will, the protege to Candy, is on the t-ball team that I assisted coach. And somewhere around 14 or so, uh, he got up behind a crow. It wasn't even in the dugout. I mean, he was just out there hopping around. You know, folks bring little snacks. They bring little Ziploc bags full of little, you know, crackers and maybe a Snicker bar kind of thing. Or they come straight from the McDonald's and, you know, somebody's got a filet of fish <clears throat> Boy, I get choked up thinking about filet of fish Meemaw loves them. Extra mayonnaise, she says. So people get in there and they throw them wrappers down or maybe they walk away from a bag that's still got a quarter pounder with cheese or half a cheeseburger in there and them crows go to town. I mean, it's a crow party over there at the fields right now. So anyhow, there's one out there, and I guess it was just, you know, steady focus on something else. And Will came up behind that thing, had it. Boom, locked it in. Bank, bank. Now we got a crow completely rebarrassed. He's rebarrassed in front of all his crow friends, but he's also rebarrassed in front of all them spectators at the t-ball field. Uh, the kids, uh, some of them paid attention, some of them don't. They don't have long tension spans, none of them, but Will had a long enough tension span to catch a crow and bring it into the dugout and I guess he flustered the crow again I, I don't speak crow but I can look at a crow and say that crow's flustered and it didn't know which way to go I mean it flowed up and hit the roof of that dugout it flowed down and it was just didn't it kind of just stop and it was like head on a swivel like okay let me look here let me think let me just reset you know and it's kind of probably going through its safety protocol now I don't know if that crow lived with his family or if it was I couldn't tell if it was an adult crow or a, a teenage crow or like a, a little baby crow um, it wasn't little little so it wasn't like a newborn crow but it was like maybe when they had uh, safety meetings you know how folks have meetings in their houses like if there's a fire this is how we will exit the home you know you kick out a window and you run kind of thing maybe them crows have that i don't know and they say okay when you get stuck somewhere you need to stop 
take a deep breath in your yellow beak, and then you look around, and you look for the nearest exit where you can float out of there kind of thing. Well, that crow was at the back of the dugout, and then all of a sudden, bang, bang, it seen one of them little boys with their little helmets on, their little bats, exit the dugout, you know, because they turned to bat. And so I think it was uh, Hunter, Hunter Farnhart, you know, that's Franz Farnhart's little little nephew, he's mutton buster. Boy, he loved that rodeo. He loved that barrel racing. And it was his turn to bat. Well, anyways, that crow finally seen the exit. And uh, I, I got out of the way. And then I ran a little in interference on Will Dilroy because Will was about to catch that thing again. I was like, this ain't what we're here for, Will. And all the while, Champ Tharp's over there hitting a danger. Boy, he hit it over second base. That's all you got to do to get a home run in T-ball. He made some good contact. And so anyways... Uh, champ rounds the bases, and boy, he slid head first, and everybody dogpiled him. You know, there are about seven, eight-minute dogpiles in T-ball every other inning. So they did that, and the crowd went free. I don't know. We'll see because uh, the softball fields are down there, too. You know, they just shortened the, the adult softball fields for the T-ball. So our season starts here in another month and a half or so, you know, the adult softball league. So we'll see if by then them crows uh, are still staying away because, you know, when you get a Roberts crow and he tells his family, hey, don't go over there. There's easier, easier places to get food in town than that T-ball field. Uh, they may still be staying away, you know, for our softball season. I don't know because I don't eat snacks during the game, and I don't bring them, and I don't leave them out no more. Uh, Mary Beth Tucker's one you're going to have to talk to once season starts. Sounds like she's going to be helping with the concession stand again. She's the one to get these wild ideas, uh, getting all kinds of food down there to the fields. But that was the last T-ball game, so Tavins Lawn Care Services, we something and something. I don't know our record, but I know the season's over, and I'm exhausted, but Tavins Lawn Care Services did sponsor uh, that T-ball team. Mowing, edging, grass-cutting, legend. That's what I do. So anyways, now we all decide about Thunder Punch. You know, folks is working. I told Myron Curtis. I told Mort Dwydell. I was like, hey, if we're going to get ready for the adult softball season, we can't be sitting in eating Oreos all winter long kind of thing. And Myron's like, I ain't in all winter long. I mean, I've been down at Bickham's. They fixed a the soft serve machine. And he's right, they did. But I still wouldn't count on it, you know, kind of thing. It could, it could, that thing could break at any time. So I said, why don't we get down to Thunder Punch, start working out. And so Myron want to do that, but... We told him that, Myron, you got to get a new pair of sweat breeches. These are not appropriate for public. You can't do that. That elastic steady hanging on for dear life has done all it can. I mean, that elastic should get a free punch card down to Thunder Punch just for doing its job so well. Coach Hicks, maybe give it a free boxing lesson. I don't know. I don't know what you get with the punch cards uh, yet, but, uh, you know, some sort of free lesson, if it's a grappling lesson or like a kickboxing lesson or whatever. But uh, the, the bottom line is you want, you want your punch card built up. You know, Coach Hicks, he running the boxing gym. I mean, he really turning that thing around. Thunder Punch. Now they got shirts. You know, like I said, you can you can check the show notes today. The link will be there. But that the link for the shirt ain't going to be live till midnight March 1st, which is tonight. You know, at the very end of tonight. First minute of tomorrow morning kind of thing. But he, he done all kind of things. You know he's my PE teacher in high school. You knew that about him, didn't you? I mean, he'd been an athlete for years. He ran to Long John Silver's in the county next over. And you know, when you got a high school PA teacher pulling in that kind of money and pulling in manager at the, at the Long John Silver, uh, nobody's surprised that he had a double cab truck. I'll tell you that right now. Nobody thought twice about that. had air conditioning at work, too, inside it. But he's just a, man, he a businessman, and he always worked. You know, he's a man on the move. He stay active. He's the head lifeguard at the city pool. He's the one that teaches Mima and Mabel Children's water aerobics class in the summer times. 
boy, that's gonna crank up here in not too long. I don't even I don't even like to think about that. I dry heave thinking about Mabel coming down there in her two piece. You know, she got her own idea. That's Brody Childress's granny. Brody may be playing uh, softball again this spring too. Truth be told, but Coach Hicks is, I mean, there's just a lot of excitement down there. You got a man that knows how to run a business. He in shape. He knows how to teach. And he is he has got Thunder Punch dialed in. And Mort Dwydell, you know, Myron Curse, he got them little sweat breaches that are steady. Just uh, they need to be replaced or retired or whatever kind of thing. But in Mort Dwydell, he got on little, he got on little gym shorts. Mort Dwydell's little shorts, he got stubby legs and kind of a long torso. And, I mean, he got power, you know, in the softball season. He can launch him dangers. I mean, Mort Dwydell, it's home run or go home. He don't, he don't try to run out nothing. It's got to be over the fence or he, he just walking back to the dugout kind of thing. But he got them little shorts on. And so part of it is like, guys, I know when you're working out, you can wear what you want, what you're comfortable in working out. But have a little respect for the general public. Like little uh, britches that fit a little better, Myron, and shorts that fit a little looser. Mort, come on! And I know Mary Beth Tucker ain't seen more Myron in them in them sweat britches. Uh, she she would have told him something. And Donna Glenda, you know that's Mort's wife. She go by Don, she go by her mama and her granny's name depending on who she's mad at that day. She don't go by that. So she mad at Donna, she go by Glenda. She go, she mad at Glenda, she go by Donna. But anyhow, but if Donna Glenda, there's no way she let Mort out the house. She's probably still working late shift down at uh, Uptown Gal, that women's clothing store in town she liked. You know, Meemaw perked up when they started carrying creased britches because she's thinking, I don't have to go all the way up to them outlet malls where the Candle and Blanche are and the Snatchy and all them to get a pair of creased britches. And so, you know, that, that, that business start coming in like that away. Then all of a sudden what we got going on is that uh, Mort Dwydell's wife, Glenda, is working some hours down there. And then he snake off the thunder punch in them little gym shorts that, that should not be allowed in. No tiny shirts, shorts and no shoes, no service kind of thing, but uh, they let him in. Coach Hicks is steady focused on, you know, training them. And, hey, you know, if Mort and Myron are in shape by softball season, and me too, I guess it's all a win at the end of the day. I mean, that's what we're looking for. But that that – water aerobics class and all them water stuff. I know Coach Hicks is going to have to bring on some help at Thunder Punch because when the city pool opened, he's down there a lot. And I reckon he might have some more customers this year. And I, you might remember that uh, Delma Spencer, not Delma Spencer because she, I mean, she don't, she ain't allowed. I don't know if they, if they, uh, her suspension is still held up down at the city pool. Uh, there's a lot of things that happen down there I don't want to get into, but kids with no swim trunks and, uh, not finding a bathroom in time, all kinds of things, but not, it's a Doreen Bundles, who I'm thinking of down at the nursing home. Her her son, Trot, and his wife, Sweet Wilma, they's the one that let Doreen have the memorial service for Captain Thunderboots, her first goldfish. She got two Captain Thunderboots, the one that's alive now and the one that died last year, and they did a toilet funeral for it. Uh, and I was the one there for that. Me, Cricket, and Doreen were there, but the memorial service, that was out at Trot and Sweet Wilma's house, and you know, he creased that above ground poo. You know, Doreen was floating in listening to the Eddie Rabbit song. And so uh, they don't have a poo yet. That's what I'm saying. Long story longer. Uh, Trot and Sweet Wilma ain't got their poo fixed. And so they may be going down to the city poo. And I don't know if they're taking lessons or they're just going to use it, you know, like a citizen in the community might do that. Uh, but that's something to think about. I just know that it's getting busy. I mean, we, we had to tell into February. It's March this week. And then once the weather starts heating up and the lawns are growing, I'm back out there 
you know, kind of thing. And then I got cannonball practice I got to get ready for down to City Poo, but I cannonball anywhere. I really do. And then I also, we got also the watermelon helmet season's cranking up. But I mean, the biggest thing right now is T-ball season is over. Thank goodness. And softball season is on the horizon here in another month or so. But this week, get your Thunder Punch shirt. Boy, get down there and you thunder punching. I'm going to need probably a Frittler this week. I'm probably getting an Apple Frittler this week. And truth be told, the reason how come is because I need that kind of strength to get down there and work my muscles down at Thunder Punch. Uh, so if, you, if you're interested in this, check the link in the show notes today. If it ain't March 1st yet at midnight, uh, then uh, it may not be live, but I'm going to have that link in there for folks that want uh, to get one of the first 100 Thunder Punch shirts to get their Thunder Punch punch card. So I told you there's a lot going on, didn't I? Well, that's it. This is Season 6, Episode 1 of the Tavin Dillard Podcast. I sure am glad y'all joined me this week. Check them show notes. We got the Thunder Punch link for all the sh shirts. Not just that one, but that's the one that's going live tonight. And then you can email me, tavindillard at gmail.com. And text me, 501-322-6249. And we got something coming up on. I'm going to be announcing soon. I guess I can say this. What we're going to be doing is... Friend Fridays, where folks is sending pictures of them and whatever. If you got a tavern, you know, you got one of my shirts. I got my squirrel in the headlock uh, hoodie on today. But if you got one of the shirts or hoodies or hats, send me a picture. And then every Friday in March, uh, somebody going to win something free. What they going to win? Well, right now, I'm thinking it's going to be a Pico Boone sticker. I'm getting new stickers made that say Pico Boone. <clears throat> so that interests some folks. Might not interest everybody, but that's what's going on in my neck of the woods. And I sure am glad you joined me today for this. I'll tell you right now, though, if you ain't been a pair of Myron Curtis of sweat britches, you having a pretty good week. Me, I'm Tavin Dillard. This is a Tavin Dillard podcast, season six. Here we are. Thank y'all for joining me. Appreciate y'all. Have a good week. And until next time, y'all guys, we'll see you later.